Hey folks, how's it going? And welcome to the water cooler. We just want to thank you guys for showing love for the last two episodes we recorded. We had a great time doing it, and we hope we can continue to do so. And just y'all keep listening. We'll keep making it. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. Uh, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TWC Pod, and our Facebook page will come out when this episode drops. So, so this week we're gonna start off doing what it is. We forgot to do the last two episodes. <laughs> I know we mentioned it both times, but <laughs> we're actually gonna do the performance of the day this time. Mm-hmm. So, what we think on this concept is gonna be every week we'll trade off me and Leva. We're gonna pick a sports performance that we like that we just want to show some love to on the podcast. And so this week I'm gonna start it off. The performance we're gonna look at today is Magic Johnson's Game 6 of the 1980s NBA Finals. So that was his famous played-every-position game. Kareem was injured, so Magic had to step in and pick up the slack. And I believe before that game, he was sitting on the team plane. His teammates were looking around depressed and everything because they thought their captain was gone. Mm -hmm. And you know what he said, Levi? What? He said, have no fear, Magic is here. Oh, boy. And sure enough, he was. <laughs> oh, boy. He had 42 points, <laughs> 7 assists, 3 steals, a block, and 15 rebounds from Jesus. a point guard. Position. Jesus, man. Jesus. That's a freak. That is a that freak. Is. That's the third greatest basketball player yeah, of all time that, right there. That's a freak right there. That's Those are numbers. Nobody in this league today, I don't think, could do any no. of that. Even like Russell Westbrook, and that's back in like the 80s defense Yeah, that's like you getting hit like, in the face. That's like 15 yeah. like real rebounds, yeah. not those like long three-point rebounds that yeah. you just grab because exactly. they go far off. Yeah, I feel you on that one. So now I think... We're gonna speaking of the NBA. We're yeah. gonna talk about these playoff series yeah, sure. that just wrapped up sure. and the ones that are about to start. Mm-hmm. And I think the first one that's got to be said is go Hawks, baby. Oh, let's go. True to Atlanta. How about them Hawks, man? How about them Hawks? Trey Young, and me and Garrett were talking about this earlier, dude. I really, really, he's on to something when he says, "Is Trey Young the goat of the Atlanta Hawks?" Now, keep in mind when we say Atlanta Hawks, Bob Pettit was a St. Louis Hawk. So, like, easily Bob Pettit's the greatest hawk of all time, but we're talking Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, we're right talking now. true to the city so right here. It's Dominique Wilkins. I love me some Dominique. But Trey Young, in his second season, has already yeah. led the Hawks farther than Dominique Wilkins ever did. Yeah. Which is crazy to think. Yeah. But, like, it's true. But at the same time, you got to think Trey Young, he's got Clint Capella, Kevin Herter. Uh, John Collins, he's got Bogey, you got Gallo, you got all yeah. these extra guys who just complement his game so well. You got these big guys who can they can get the boards, they can shoot, they can run the court. Trey's just that he's that little dude on the court who's like that pester and everybody, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just get out of here, man. I love that dude to death. But I think with that seventy sixers, mm, that was a tough one. Ben yeah. Ben Simmons is a straight brick. Bro, he needs to get out of the NBA. Like, he's a straight <laughs> brick. A straight brick. He might be being a little too hard. Yeah, that's too, a little it, too hard. He needs to get out of Philly. Yeah. That's for sure. He is not a. He cannot lead a, a team. He's not a point guard. He does not have that. He just can't shoot. No. Yeah, I was about to say, if you <laughs> can't put your star point guard in the game the last three minutes, mm-hmm. then like, what good is he to your team? Yeah, like and it's, it's not even like a Shaq deal 
Or, yeah, you couldn't really play Shaq the last two or three minutes, but Shaq would give you, like, 40 points and 20 boards yeah. in the first, like, 46 to yeah. where it makes up the difference. Exactly. Ben Simmons will go, like, two for eight from the <laughs> three-point line. <laughs> yeah. like, like, geez, dude, you got to do something about that. You, yeah, but at the same time, you know, we got the we got the Bucks coming up, and I, I don't know, I hope I hope we can stick it in there. I'll, kill I'll, them. I'll, I'll say kill this. Them. My heart says Hawks and three. Jeez. But my mind says... Bucks and four. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. At the same yeah. time, like... We might could get a game. Yeah. that. But, I don't know, if Chris Middleton is going to be the biggest aspect of this series, and if you heard it first on this podcast, Chris Middleton will be the reason the Bucks make or break. Giannis yeah. is a great player, don't get me wrong, obviously. Mm-hmm. One of the greats, but like... Dude, Chris Middleton is their just key aspect of he clicks on every point. Yeah. He can shoot, he can rebound, he can run the floor with it. He's he's a good he's just a good all around player. I respect him. It's kinda like not to say Giannis is on LeBron and Miami's level, but if you look at those old Miami Heat teams, whether or not they won the championship depended on how well D Wade was playing mm-hmm. and not just LeBron. <laughs> it's like when D Wade got fell off, that's when they got wiped out of the building exactly. by the Spurs. Yeah. So it's all about you can be a great solo act, but mm-hmm. if your support pieces don't show up, yeah. then you're not going anywhere. Yep. And, and I, that's I can't believe they did. I can't believe they got beat by the Nets. I can't believe they, they beat, beat the Nets. Yeah, I can't believe yeah. they beat the Nets. Like, All because I'm not gonna lie. Katie's toe was on the three-point line. Yeah, <laughs> like that big hockey foot. That's his big That's his big problem. He's got a big old hockey foot. Yeah. That cracked me up, though, seeing him uh, talk about it after the postgame. He was yeah. like, man, I saw that damn replay. Toe was on the line. It was all in God's plan. I was like, hey, respect on yeah. that, my man. Respect, but yeah. that sucks. I feel bad for him, but... That's got to be awful, but at the same time, like, it's KD, so yeah. I don't feel that yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, straight up. Yeah, he is. But, Let's also talk about one thing. COVID came yeah. back to haunt the NBA. Came yeah. back to haunt Chris Paul. Yeah, I was the about to say, not even haunt guy. the NBA. The poor guy, dude. He can't catch a break. No, there's no way. I feel like you can almost go to the bank. Every year, if the playoffs are going on, something's going to happen to Chris Paul. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. He needs to wear bubble wrap or something. Yeah. He's not on the court. Just lock himself in his room. If he's not playing up. basketball, go back to the room, sit, be safe. Yeah. Hey, you take it easy now. Take it easy now. That's funny. Shout out Devin Booker, though. He's he's dude. Yeah. He's, he's a Go. I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily call him what Stephen A. Smith said. He's the next Kobe Bryant, but at the same time, the dude's a monster. He's not the next Kobe. I don't think as no. far as skill set, but as far as mentality goes, yeah, he's got that. Like he'll cut drive too. Yeah, that's true. Him and Dame Willard are probably the mm. two like Mamba mentality players. Yeah. Like embody that vibe the best. Yeah, that is like, true. With Dame, like when the first Lakers game after Kobe died, mm-hmm. when he went in and said, like, I'm winning this one yeah. in the Lakers' hometown, like, that's the most Kobe thing I Somebody, think any player yeah, not named Kobe Bryant has ever done. Do. Yeah, straight up. Straight but, up. All right, speaking about the Suns, though, so they're playing the Clippers coming up, and I don't know about you, but I think the key to that series is just availability. Yeah. Like, if Chris Paul and or Kawhi Leonard, like, they're – availability will decide the factor yeah. of this series. Yeah. With game one being played, dude, I think that, like, after that seeing game one played, mm-hmm. I think it's really going to go in the Suns' favor. I really think Suns in probably six, yeah. in my opinion. I would say if Chris Paul comes back, I could see Suns in five, mm-hmm. depending on when he comes back. Mm-hmm. If Kawhi somehow comes back, I think the Clippers might have a chance if he's at least 85% of himself. Mm-hmm. But at the same, like, it's the, this is how I see it. So if neither one of them come back, 
I think the Suns got it. Yeah. If Chris Paul comes back and Kawhi doesn't, the Suns got it. got it. If Kawhi comes back and CP3 doesn't, I oh, think Clippers, Clippers got, got it. it. Yeah. And if they both come back, it just depends on who's healthy. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Do I you feel agree? you on that. I feel you on that. I feel you. I just, I hate to go against Devin Booker and the Suns. Just seeing that, like, pick and roll play with DeAndre Ayton and everybody they got, like, I love that game style. CP3 going to the hole. He can pickpock to Devin Booker over there in the corner. He's going to make it. Devin Booker can pickpock outside of somebody. They can yeah. take it to the big man. I love that style of play. And the Hawks play that too. I love yeah. that style of play. Dude, but, could, you, could you imagine the Suns, Hawks, and Oh, my Giannis? gosh, dude. I would never even thought in a million years that somebody would have told me that five years ago. That would be the worst, like, probably watched NBA Finals <laughs> yeah, in history. Up. Like, I don't think anybody <laughs> but basketball <laughs> yeah. fans would watch yeah, that. That's so but true. that would be an, like, an amazing series yeah, to watch, but it it's would. too bad it's not going to happen. Exactly, exactly. Somebody's got to pick and choose something. But yeah. in the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm going to go, like I said, Hawks and Six. Really? Hawks and Six. Do you think they can build the wall I'm and really telling you. I'm telling you. I don't know if Chris Middleton's going to bring it to the table or not. I really don't know. And with our bench being able to do what they did against the Sixers, I really, truly think we may be able to do this in six. You hear me? We're going to be the next Toronto Raptors. Come back with them. But Eastern Conference Finals style. I hope you're right. I hope so, too, man. I I guess we'll find out in about a week or a week and a half. I hope so. I hope so. So, okay, what do you think the Suns and Clippers will end up? Suns and Clippers, for sure, is going to be Suns and six, too. I'm going both games going to six. Have to be. All right. So since you're putting games on it, I'll I'll say Bucks and five, just because I think I have enough faith in Trey where I think he can get us one. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could say Hawks win, but mm-hmm. I just if Chris Middleton plays how he did in that net series, yeah, I I don't see how we can that do it. That is so true because he really <clears throat> picked yeah, up the slack, like, dude. It was crazy in that like last three minutes of regulation yeah. to overtime. Like he was a G. Yeah, like they always knock him mm-hmm. and say that Giannis doesn't have a superstar teammate, but for eight minutes he did. Yeah, he had a superstar teammate. Like for and sure. Suns and Clippers. I'm gonna. My prediction would be Chris Paul will come back by Game Three, and I don't think Kawhi will play until at least like Game Six if it goes that far. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'll say Suns and Six. Yep. I feel you on that. I feel you. Now, what would you say if it all came down to it with the finals? If it came down to it, I guess I'd have to go Suns and Bucks, and in that series, that's a tough one because Giannis is the best player on the court. But Chris Paul is the smartest player on the court. You would you say Giannis is by far the best, or not by far, but the best player on the court? Yeah. In that series? Yeah. Really? I think I take Giannis if I'm like drafting yeah, a yeah, team, yeah. I'm taking Giannis yeah. over Devin Booker. He's a two time MVP. Yeah. But I think that's Chris true. Paul, he's also got glaring weaknesses. Yeah. And Chris Paul's got that mind where he can exploit it. Yeah, he is literally like has the basketball and he can see five minutes down the game. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, he can see. It doesn't matter. He's going to pickpocket any, any, any little thing, any little pass, any little between-the-leg yeah. movement, he's got it. But, yeah, I'm going to – mine would be Suns and Hawks, and I'm going to have to <clears throat> have to give it to the Suns in this one. I'm going to go Suns and Seven just because I really think we could give it to them. We have a lot of bench play, ben, or ben, bench play with it. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I think yeah. we can really run that, run that series up to – but, yeah, I think the Suns are coming out to the uh, finals MVP – Finals champion this year, yeah. That's I would actually like love to see that just because of the mm-hmm. Chris Paul. It, 
if I could like just gift one NBA player a ring right now, it'd be Chris Paul. Yeah. Like this is probably I'd say he's got two more years of good play left in mm-hmm. him before he'll be washed. Hundred percent. And like I want to see him get a ring as a major factor. Yeah. On a team. That would be nice to see Chris Paul. He's like one of the last living ones that like playing right now who like. Yeah. We actually grew up watching like dang CP three this and that like, and that would be nice just to see him sit back and. I would say I see. CP three, LeBron, Melo, D Rose, and Dwight Howard. Mm-hmm. I would say those are the five yeah. players left that we like grew up watching that are still around. I, I'd say KD. I mean, yeah, there's more. There's like yeah, but like when we start first started getting into basketball and stuff. Yeah, like, those are you looking back on it now. Those are the big top top yeah. five. That's that's what I would say too. I would sure. say like pre like twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Those are like the best players yeah. still in the league that we yeah. cared about. For sure, I'm, I'll never forget when D Rose first started in the league. Man, he was dirty. That was insane. But, anyway, I think that about wraps up the NBA talk. Yeah, yeah. So, moving on, we're going to be talking about the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing going on with the NFL right now, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, what's gonna happen? my gosh, dude. What, what in the world's going on in the front office to begin with? Like, what are they doing? What are they thinking? Like, are they just trying to ruin him as a person, as a career? Like, what are you doing? This is one of the greats that have ever came through the NFL. And you're just going to let him slip and slide like that? You're going to draft somebody? Like, what are you doing? See, okay, it's one of those things where, and it's so easy to make, like, a relationship analogy with sports, like, teams and franchises and their players, but you got to communicate. Yeah. Like, that's the key to any good relationship, mm-hmm. is you got to talk. And you just, you can't draft your replacement quarterback without letting the guy know. Yeah, like, especially to his caliber of a player like yeah. dude that's a, one of the very first people mm-hmm. you even tell but even if you're gonna do that now like this off season, i've heard reports they haven't even talked like yeah how, at, like you don't yeah. no one said anything well like with all this drama the first thing i would do if i'm like matt lafleur or if i'm like the packers i know they have like a weird gm set up where it's like not one person owns the packers it's yeah. like a committee yeah but if i'm whoever like wants to take charge of that committee mm-hmm. i'm calling aaron Rodgers. say look <clears throat> Get your tail in the room right now, yeah. and we're not leaving until we figure yeah. something out. We have to You're not something. skipping training camp. Yeah, like, no way. There's no way I'm letting somebody like that just just do whatever. Yeah. Like you just go do your thing, man. I like my call us when you're ready. So like, yeah. no, like you're. We want you. Like we need you. You're Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers. Like we're the Green Bay Packers. You've been here for how long now? Like, yeah, you're us. We're you. Like, like it's just one of those things. I would, if I were the Packers, I would try to get Aaron Rodgers to embrace Jordan Love instead of like treat yeah. him like a redheaded stepchild. Yeah, for sure. Like mentor him. Yeah. If you are like learning under Aaron Rodgers, like that's a very rare opportunity that not many athletes get to shadow such a great yeah. player. Like you got to soak that stuff up like a sponge. Yeah. And, like, Aaron Rodgers, MVP. Mm-hmm. But in three or four years, like, he probably will be washed like the Packers thought he was when they drafted Jordan Love. Yeah. And now I know people say, like, you shouldn't draft a quarterback if you're not going to play him for five yeah. years. Yeah. But it's an investment. It is. That's all draft picks are yeah. is an investment. Yep, 100%. But at the same time, like, I don't know, man. Look at the Bucks with Tom Brady, like. Dude, they put everything into what people said was yeah. going to be a washed up. Got some guys around him, and next thing you know, boom, they're the champions. Like, 
why can the Green Bay Packers not do that? You know what I mean? Like you have the f- yeah. you're one of the most famous NFL football teams of all time. You have so much money. Like- I will say, okay, to me the Packers are like the Celtics of the NFL mm-hmm. in that they are one of the like storied franchises, but that's more about what they did like 50 yeah, years ago. Yeah, what happened. Like, they've yeah. had two Super Bowls since mm-hmm. the 70s, mm-hmm. I think. Like it's they, they rely heavily on yeah. the past as opposed to like sure. what they've done like lately. Yeah. And Brett Favre was like, dude, when he was around, like, I wish we were watching football then. Yeah. Like, dude, he was, I love Brett dude, Favre. One of my first memories of football is playing, like, Madden 08 on the Wii with <laughs> Brett Favre <laughs> on the cover. Uh, and that was, like, Straight his last up, year dude. in Green Bay. Oh, no. God, I, that's, that's something. I can't believe you just brought that up. That's hilarious. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That is so long ago. Dang, right. That's what's up. Where do you think he's going to go, though, Aaron Rodgers? See, I don't think they're going to trade him. You don't? I don't. Now, if if I were Aaron Rodgers, I would want to go to the Saints. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, I haven't done the, like, cap research to see, like, how feasible that would be. Exactly. But, I mean, their quarterback right now is James Winston. It won't be the first time he got <laughs> well, kicked out of... Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Yeah. But neither one of them are Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Like, I mean, Drew Brees, a washed-up Drew Brees, took him to what, the second round of the playoffs last year. Or was that the first round? Second. Second. Against Tom Brady. Yeah. And then, okay. yep. So, like, yeah, yeah. a watch no, Drew Brees. No, 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 it was first round. Yeah, because Brady was a wild card yeah. matchup. So, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. if watch Drew Brees could get him to the playoffs, then I think healthy, good MVP-level Aaron Rodgers, they could go somewhere. Yeah. No, they might true. still get beat by Brady in uh, the going championship game, but... I mean, that's just what you got it. I maybe he'd have better luck just going to Tampa and being Brady's backup. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Dude, that? That would be so crazy. He's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kick it with the Bucks, yeah. you know? Just, uh, just gonna catch me a ring real quick. When... No state income tax. <laughs> yeah, like, straight up. Imagine having to play that. I was like, yes, Tom Brady's hurt. Yeah. It was like, who, who are they bringing out? Aaron Rodgers. Ah, oh, dang it, dude. That would suck because the Falcons would be like, yeah. they'd get beat no matter what. Like it yeah. didn't matter. But well, the Falcons are always gonna get beat. Yeah, that's that's true. all this can't. I, I wish. Like, I wish they would just do something. And I wish they would a rebuild season. Uh, Arthur Smith, our new head coach. Good luck to him. I, I hope he does good. But I don't know, man. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything right now. But they probably won't really do much. <laughs> like they probably like Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage. With the whole Julio situation going on, and we're gonna get onto that in a little in a, here in a second, but with just all that, I just think that the Falcons, I I don't know where they're going, but I don't anyway, think they know either. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know where Aaron Rodgers is going. Like I said, I, I like I said, I want to say he's gonna stay in Green Bay. Yeah. I, want, I would love to see him stay in Green Bay, stick it out. But with their front office and everything going on, and just a no mm-hmm. communication, like you went back on to speak, like yeah. I just don't think that he'll go to Green Bay. But at the same time. I just don't know where they would, where he would go. I don't know where he fit in. Was like he, everybody can have their Google says this or the yeah. ESPN says he's gonna go there. The Panthers, the Saints, the whoever it might be. But I don't know. I just I physically couldn't tell you an answer yeah. of where I think See, Aaron Rodgers okay. is gonna go simply because of how crazy the situation simply Look, is. If I were Aaron Rodgers, I would think they were one play away from going to the Super Bowl yeah. this year. Like you just you gotta run it back yeah. one, give him one last chance. I feel you on that one. For and sure. okay, we're gonna talk about Julio in a second. I'm just like, what do you think about the play that caused all this controversy with them going for the field goal instead of letting Aaron Rodgers play dude, it out? 
and that's where <clears throat> going back on stand on Aaron Rodgers' standpoint is like, dude, why would you not trust me with the ball? Why would you not give me the ball in that position? Let me get that thing down there. I know they got a defense. I know, but I got some wide receivers that this is what we come mm-hmm. to do. We're getting paid to do this. So think about that real yeah. quick, coach. Think about that. I don't make a hundred million dollars every pass I throw <laughs> just for you to kick a field goal and us to have to lollygag around. Like it's just yeah. that was ridiculous. I agree. It's one of those things. Not only do you take the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, the MVP, you put it into Tom Brady's hands with time on the clock, with the game on yeah, the line. Like that's the worst situation you could yes, possibly be dude, in. Yes, like, like we know so well. We know so well. If you give Tom Brady any kind of chance, <laughs> he's gonna make it happen somehow. Yep, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But let's talk about Julio real quick, dude. Holy yeah. cow! I didn't. When I saw the like videos of AJ Brown and all them like he trying to recruit him and stuff like that, I thought that was just him messing around, you know. And then I see Julio is going to the Titans, and I'm just oh, wow. Did you see him call in Shannon Sharp on Undisputed? Yeah, yeah. That's then, the craziest thing yeah. I've ever seen on like a sports talk show. Straight up, dude. Like, He's just like, hey, hey, what's up? I was like, God, what are you doing? Man, I got to get out of there. I want to <laughs> yeah, win. Yeah, on live TV. Like, Said geez, every Louise. Georgia sports franchise player ever. I got to get out of there. Like, I want to win. I hope we don't fall into that position with Ronnie Acuna, too, though. That would be horrible. But, dude, dang. Yeah, Julio's situation, that's just something. I, I don't even know how to talk about that because, like, growing up watching him play for us, being the next Roddy White, like, bro, he was out of Alabama. The UAB, yeah. to, we, got a, we got a better version, you know? We went from yeah. UAB on steroids to going to Bama, <laughs> you know, and we get yeah. this wide receiver out of him. And then we get Matt, we have Matt Ryan and stuff, so we're like, yeah, let's, well, we can run something up. And then we get to the Super Bowl. That was it. We were supposed to do it. And Honestly, I think it's one of those things where – once we lost that Super Bowl, we probably should have went into rebuild mode that season because losing a Super Bowl is one thing. Like You don't have to tear apart a team just because you lost. Mm-hmm. But the way we lost, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that has got to just be ingrained in the psyche of that team. Like yeah. No matter what they do, they will never be able to escape that. Yep. It's kind of like, did you ever watch that 30 for 30 about the Buffalo Bills oh, back in yeah. like when they lost four in Let's a row. Uh, we're, we're not, oh, I'm talking about, dang, uh, dude, no, gosh, dang it. Oh, my goodness, the quarterback, Jim Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, the one where, remember like the wide right kicker mm-hmm. where he missed the <laughs> yeah. kick? They had to trade him after yeah, that. Yeah, have to. Just because like, he was that. damaged good. Yeah. Like, I feel like that Falcons team after that Super Bowl, yeah. they're damaged good. Yeah. You just got to, sure. they should have cut it off for then. Sure. And they could have been rebuilding for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Instead, now... We're starting now. Yep, yep, for sure. It sucks, too, because now if you look at the NFL and, like, with J.J. Watt going to the Cardinals and Julio going to the Titans, dude, they're making super teams in the NFL now, and it's going to get scary because <laughs> who the heck's going to want to come to the Falcons? Yeah. You know, you got a, a washed-up Matt Ryan. Should have been mm-hmm. – I mean, I'm not going to – should have been traded, done something with. I think – I don't see – Get out of here. I just – after that Super Bowl, like you said, I just – Never really cared for Matt Ryan anymore. Never. Well, not even like just the Super Bowl. Even now, what purpose <clears throat> oh, does yeah. Matt Ryan yeah, serve just on old the man. Falcons? Literally, an old like, man. It's just, I guess, a respect thing at this point, maybe. Yeah. But 
I just I wish we would have went out and got somebody different, you know. I mean, I, I'm glad we got Kyle Pitts, you know, coming out of Florida. He destroyed this college football season, man. Like he he was legit, like a mm-hmm. baller. And like seeing him, yeah, come out of Florida, but you know, we played Florida as a Georgia fan. Yeah. Watching him play, that was really like that made me feel really good about our chances of having a good, you know, football player all around as a tight end. So yeah, it, it was just crazy. But JJ Watt going to the Cardinals is another big one too. Like most people don't realize that that's a that's a one key piece to like yeah Kyle, I don't know if Kyler Murray's he's good don't get me wrong he's a good good little quarterback but him and DeAndre Hopkins have you they gotta do something <laughs> they have got to do something. What do you think about the Chiefs this offseason? Did you see what Mahomes said a couple weeks back? I did not. He said they're going twenty and zero. Oh baby, you know and <clears throat> those those that would be the team to do it. You know, yeah. like if anybody's gonna do it. That's gonna be the team to do it. They've just that revenge season. Yeah, that that dude's so talented with Travis Kelsey. You got dang uh, Sammy Watkins or Sammy Watkins actually got traded. I'm sorry, Miko Hard Miko Hardman, Georgia boy. He's there. You got Tyreek Hill. I just I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know where the Chiefs whether they catch that Brady again. You know that Brady of just yeah. I'm I'm in the game now. There's no going back. There's no turning yeah. back. Just not to keep like. Singing Tom Brady's praises, yeah, but yeah. he's literally like, if you could pick one athlete to like trace our lives with, it's got to be Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He literally won the Super Bowl the year like we were born, yeah. or like at least like two thousand two was his fight when we were like babies, yeah. and he's still winning Super Bowls when Today. I'm like we're like college age. Yeah, now we're dropping like, podcasts, and he's like and still, he's still winning. winning. Yeah, Super Bowl. like oh my god. So like, yeah, if we were making podcasts in two thousand two, <laughs> we'd be talking about yeah. Tom Brady. <laughs> still, like who's this young guy now? It's like no, it's who's this old who's man? This old man? <laughs> Somehow destroyed. looks younger now than he did yeah. in 2002. Like, like, dude, his pictures in like 04, 05. With the, or I don't even know if it was that early. It may be like 07. But yeah. he had the long, the long hair. hair. Ew, dude. dude. I can't. With the, like, <laughs> the 5 o'clock shade. Like, Tom yeah. Brady, you are, you need to do something. And now look at him. Yeah. He's like, dude, he's killing it. That's what happened, I guess, when he got a model wife. Yeah, that's true. Like that. <laughs> that's that very TB12 true. workout routine. <clears throat> that's very true. Today we're also going to get into something that most people, I don't really know if they're going to, you know, view this topic that we talk about boxing much, but like, we're about to get hardcore into a very good conversation about some boxing coming up. So the fight coming up, Gervonta Davis, I don't know if most people are familiar with him or anything like that, but he's straight out of Baltimore and he's a good fighter, dude, and uh, he's fighting a little... Hispanic man, he's a jumped up two weight classes. He's going from one thirty five to one fifty five. He's fighting in Atlanta this week, or not this week, but this coming up month. So I wanted to shout him out real quick. But we're gonna talk about the Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury fight number three. Let's get into that. Okay, one. I think one that fight is in like a month. So this will probably be like a weekly topic for yeah, us just for yeah, the next but, month. But but this is us just kind of going to start yeah. rolling into this. One, yeah, I'm excited for I this. Am, dude. Okay, I'm excited, but at the same time, I hate that we're getting it. Yeah. Like I I wanted Fury Joshua so bad. Yeah, and that like, would have been a good fight. But just to see this rematch retake on, like I feel like Deontay Wilder messed mm-hmm. up by putting. Yeah, he messed up by putting all that weight equipment on. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I can say. But that's one of those things like you gotta take it on a test mm-hmm. drive yeah. before you actually wear it to the fight. Just like you gotta yeah, train, dude, what just walk doing? around with it. Just yeah, for, like, like straight minutes. up. Why would you just like put forty five pounds on your body, walk out into a fight against a man that is just ready to literally eat your blood or like lick your lick blood? Your like, blood. Like, like what in the world are you doing? Like that's not even something that like, I guess. 
All right, so common sense isn't. Did you thing. watch either of the first two fights? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like going off of that. I think, like, I just I think Fury has his number. Yeah, I do too. Like, I don't. If 100%. somehow Wilder wins this, like, I guess they'd have to do a Wilder Fury four. I mean, which, you almost kind of have to to an extent, yeah, but at the same time, like, dude, Tyson Fury's mindset going into this is like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. This guy's ready to absolutely put a right hand to Deontay Wilder's fuck face and just destroy him, dude. And, like, he comes out saying all that crazy stuff on interviews and stuff, and it, it's crazy. Well, I mean, I think the thing that might be the biggest thing to watch for, though, if Wilder does win, I think it'll be because Tyson Fury was so focused on Anthony Joshua in this fight kind of sprang up relatively yeah. last second. Like, he may have lost the eye of the tiger as far as Deontay Wilder's concerned, mm-hmm. and maybe not prepare for it as hard as he ought to be. Yeah. But, like, I, just, I don't see why Fury wouldn't win again. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's just, I feel like he's in that championship mm-hmm. mindset now. Like, he's just, there's no yeah. turning back. He's in for every well, single thing he can It's get. also, it's the difference between, this isn't a boxing match. This is a fighter versus a boxer. Yeah. Deontay Wilder is not a boxer. Mm-mm. He doesn't know <clears throat> technique. No. He doesn't know, like, how to bob and weave. So, like, he's just throwing haymakers yeah. and hoping he lands he one. destroy somebody. And so far, he's been pretty good at landing. Yeah. But he's met the one dude, I think, that he's not going to be able to land it. Yep. And if he does does land he's got the chin to take it yeah he does he does and he's got the mind that just he'll laugh at him literally yeah. just be like huh, you think that hurt yeah it may have ring my bell a little bit but you ain't got nothing yeah. yet <laughs> like and that's what's so crazy about Tyson Fury dude I love watching him fight yeah. just because it's like oh what kind of crazy stuff mm-hmm. he got going on yeah. tonight dude I feel like the dude's like what like 6'9 or something like six seven. Yeah, like, he's, he's massive. Yeah, he's a giant. And he moves around like Muhammad, like he's Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and he's like, just bobbing and weaving like that at a grown man bobbing and weaving like that hitting you that hard. Oh my god! Could you imagine? Could you imagine, dude? I got hit in the head with the door the other day, and that had me having a headache for like a day. Like, yeah, I just got over that this morning. Like. We were trying to put the dolls up yesterday, and, like, Mama thought the dolls were going through the door, and she slammed it real hard and hit me in the head. And that hurt. I couldn't imagine if it was a 6'9", like, pissed off Tyson Fury. Just up in the mindset to kill you. I I would be dead right now. Oh, my God. How much money to jump in the ring with him? Either one of them. How much money? Uh, I'd do it for 500000 What? That's law school, dude. That's you gotta think smart. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yes. I mean, if I was in that actual scenario, I'd probably play hardball a little bit, get a couple mil out <laughs> yeah. of it. Couple mil. But, I Dude, mean, but honestly, I bet that would sell because I would pay good money to watch like Tyson Fury fight some random off the street just yeah, to just see him get knocked just, out. Jump off the street. Hey, hey, buddy, come here. We need you for a fight. Like, that'd be worse than the <laughs> was it Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude, that is so bad. Those are like that is ruining boxing. The celebrity boxing matches. Let's talk about that real quick. That is ruining boxing. Yeah, but like, it's just one of those things where boxers have always been businessmen. And yeah. if, like, at the same time, like, we can say it's ruining boxing, but I'm also going to watch it. That is it. so true. It, uh, it, it, like, for, I guess I'm, <laughs> me saying it, it ruining boxing, that's kind of, it's kind of too much to to an extent. Because, like, yeah, obviously Floyd Mayweather's been 
like hyping up this yeah. kind of stuff for years and doing it for years. But like, even if you go back to Muhammad Ali, yeah, he did the there. first UFC fight with the Japanese wrestler Antonio Inoki, and he got involved with like WWE stuff in the seventies, yeah, and things like that. Yeah. So like, they've always been crossing over with like entertainment, yeah, just to make aspects. Money. But like, just to go, I don't know. It's just the way Jake Paul and all them go after it. I guess it's just think, like it's just come. The problem with me is not that. to say it's ruining boxing, but. I do think it's wrong that those fights get more hype yeah, than exactly. the actual, yeah. like, like Gervonta Davis. Like, nobody's going to watch that. I bet Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather will have, like, quadrupled the amount oh, of God, buys yeah. and yeah. media attention oh, yeah. that that gets. Oh, yeah. Just because Logan Paul is, what, like, a YouTuber or something? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll be honest, I haven't seen a single Logan Paul <laughs> video. <laughs> I've never watched like, any of his you videos. Know, like, he's one of those, like, famous for being famous type guys to yeah. me. And I guess, like, I think he vlogs. Nah, like, he has a podcast, too. Some, yeah. I don't even know what it's called or something like that. But I know it he's just always It doing... ain't the water cooler. <clears> no, so I don't God, listen to uh, it. Uh, ain't uh, no uh. point listening to that. This <laughs> yeah. is the only podcast out there worth it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, it's crazy, though, to see the way boxing's changed. Like, this, the way, don't even, they don't even hype up actual championship fights the way they do these fake little, mm-hmm. oh, this guy from TikTok's fighting or this well, thing. I think boxing's biggest problem, too, though, is do you remember back when we were younger, like, WWE always had a pay-per-view called Night of Champions. Yeah. And it was, like, every title is on the line. Yeah. And boxing doesn't have that. All their biggest stars fight on different shows and different cards. Mm-hmm. So there's no, like, big-name attraction like, aside from the main event, it's like, if I want to watch back a couple of years ago, like, a Floyd Mayweather fight, I'd have to watch, like, a bunch of nobodies fight for, like, three or four hours. Yeah. Then i get to see Floyd then Mayweather. See fight, yeah. Like, could you imagine a card that came out right now? Like, say, Wilder Fury 3 had Canelo Alvarez on the undercard, mm-hmm. and, like, Javante Davis as the opener. Yeah. Like, that, that would be, be insane. Yeah, exactly. That would, that would get be... people talking, because you'd have all that... your stars in yeah. the same place. Yeah, <laughs> that would be big numbers, too. Like, numbers would be Mm, that that would create yeah. some crazy they stuff. They need a boxing night of champions, yeah. but they can't do that because there's so many different titles yeah. in boxing. Like that would take probably twelve hours. Yeah. There's no point in even trying to get into something like that for them. But at the same time, I don't know, it's just it's crazy to see the way the world and sports are changing at the same time so fast. How fast social it's, media? Yeah, like, like it's that's just it's the main thing. It's it's oh, it's crazy to think about. It's very crazy. I feel about. like people always knew sports was a hustle, mm-hmm. but social media has made it way more apparent. It's yeah. like it's like this is real. all these guys. They're all friends yeah. off the field. Like I guarantee. Wilder Fury, they're talking all this trash, yeah. like for the media to eat up and talk about. But the second the cameras are off, they're probably going out to the bar. Yeah, and heck yeah, dude, drink. this is about to be legit. But, We're making so much money off this, it ain't even funny. Like, and that's yeah. what sucks to to an extent nowadays. They don't really care. Like, no, they they don't put their effort or their heart as they used to back in the day. I guess you could take maybe it not as, as much. As and much I would say they still do. They do, but like, like I, it's I, just, I see Aaron Donald's just, workout videos. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not saying working out wise. I just yeah. mean like in general. Like you just see these guys flopping and. Like mm-hmm. lollygagging and I mean, being, it's, it's just it's like kind of basketball wise. When Stephen A. was criticizing Russell Westbrook for not winning a championship, mm-hmm. and he said something about how I'm like a good father and I have a happy marriage. And oh yeah, like, exactly. Obviously, yeah. you have a good life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're rich, like, but for as an athlete, you should want to win a championship. Exactly. You don't like that's what you're playing for. Exactly. And it's like Russ, for example, he didn't seem to care. 
that's my biggest critique about Russ. I used to be the biggest Russell Westbrook fan, mm-hmm. but he just can't get in that like, championship mindset. Yep. He doesn't have. They it. have no purpose. They have and no purpose, like, and they don't like, have no play. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is exactly it. But what's crazy is like, yeah, back in the day, like any sports, like, yeah, they were going out and they, you know, they, they were drinking during the game. Back in football, they're just drinking and smoking cigarettes during halftime and stuff like that. You know they, what Babe Ruth's workout like, routine was? Probably beer and hot dogs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Wade Boggs drinking what's. Well, I forgot how many a beer it was, but he Wade Boggs drank like an X amount of god awful beer, and dude, they said he went out there and played again. Like, right, dude, have you ever heard of the bellyache heard around the world? Mm-mm. Back in I don't know if it was like the twenties or the thirties, but when Babe Ruth was playing, he was like had eaten so much and drank so much that he got like a stomach virus, and he couldn't play, and it was like in national news headlines. And but back to a week like after that he was back to being Babe Ruth. Yeah. And it's like, could you imagine if like Tom Brady or LeBron or somebody couldn't play because they like went on a bender yeah. for a couple days? Exactly. Like, and that's just like what's crazy about how like I went back to like the way the time and like everything, the world yeah. and the games changed. And like, did you go see grown men actually going out there? And, like, yeah, they're going out there to get a check, but like, dude, those guys were playing mm-hmm. ball. Like they were <laughs> playing ball. They didn't care. Who you were, what you were, they were putting 110% into that. And I'm not saying these guys nowadays. I'm not saying they don't, but at the same time, can't say I th- most I think of them. their priorities are different. Like, if yeah. you listen to KD talk, That's, I think he yeah. was talking about, he cared, not cares more about, because he said he knows that his brand comes from his play on the court, but he was talking about his investments, his brand yeah. deals, and, and most stuff guys like back that. in the day didn't really have that, so they were like they were they just, was all in on exactly. how good they play because exactly. they were playing for that next contract. Exactly, and that's what's crazy to think. Like that's I wish. Like, if you look at Tom Brady, he's taking pay cuts just so they can retain other players for his entire career, pretty much, because he knows that he's got so much money from endorsements that like, his contract means nothing. Exactly. Like I think LeBron's made more money. Probably like two or three times over from Nike mm-hmm. deals than he has from his NBA salary. Yep, hundred percent. Like, that's just the way it is these days. Yep. All these companies are giving these players so a we, lot of stuff. Yeah, then we got about eight minutes left just to wrap up. I think we're gonna talk about two things WWE. So did you hear for SummerSlam this year they're gonna give it the WrestleMania treatment? Mm-mm. I haven't heard about yeah. that. Yeah. So. WrestleMania, if you don't know, that's like by far the, oh, oh, way, the biggest show of the year. For yeah, like it's pro getting wrestling. turned up, boy. <laughs> hey, you guys talk about what you love. Yeah, and yeah. so for years, I've always said like SummerSlam should just be like the WrestleMania of the end of the year of their calendar. Yep. WrestleMania is like the first half of it. SummerSlam is yep. the second half. Yep. Like You remember like back in the day, we'd have SummerSlam oh parties gosh. and stuff, and it got yes. hot. Yep. Yeah. And so I think they're trying to get SummerSlam in a stadium of like 70,000 people and stuff. And it's going to be sick. Now, with <clears throat> COVID regulations and stuff, I don't know if it'll be full capacity, 50%, but it's going to be massive. And I think this will probably be something they try to do from here on out. That would be and, legit. Dude, I've been waiting for this for so long. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> yes, let's go. That's awesome. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> WWE, it's definitely taking a, it's definitely taking a, like a, complete 360 in the route it was going back when we were growing up watching it with dx and the classic just rim Mysterios yeah, and john cena. yeah john cena's and all them but like it's crazy like the way the i guess the route changed yeah. uh, complete did a 180 and just went complete backwards you know like 
when like from Ric Flair and all that to the dang DX man, those were see it's funny because like the older people we talk, they know like prime like Ric Flair, yeah, like, with the yeah. we know like crazy old man Ric Flair, <laughs> yeah, like an like, evolution, like yeah. beating his head, like buzzing up <laughs> open, trying to fight Triple H, <laughs> straight up getting into it with a lot of people you wouldn't think yeah. he did, but yeah, when DX and all them man, dude, those were the yeah. boys right there with DX mm-hmm. and Kane and Undertaker. Dude, I remember we had a buddy get. And like grounded for telling somebody to suck it. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day. <laughs> DX, yes. And then they're also they're trying to get The Rock back for Survivor Series. Ooh. And that would be insane. The Rock, he hasn't wrestled a match since 2013, I believe. Wrestled, or Wrestle, a real match. WrestleMania. WrestleMania against John Cena. Yep. And so, dude, I don't think they'll be able to do it just because like, his movie schedule is insane. But if somehow they could do like The Rock versus Roman Reigns match, mm-hmm. that would do big business. Yeah, especially that would be crazy. like in a COVID year, like that could help them recover back some of yeah. that lost profit. That, that I'm sure they've lost. Hundred percent on that one. Hundred percent. And all right, so what's also coming up, and I guess this will be the last thing we talk about today. MLB All Star Game. Oh yeah, buddy. What are your All Star predictions? Oh man, I'm thinking. Thinking NL comes out on top this year. <clears throat> National yeah. League comes out on top this year. I'm thinking that. But I'm thinking, I know Jacob DeGrom's going to be the starting pitcher for sure. He'll probably start for National League. I, I don't know who the, I don't know who's going to start out West. I, you know, I don't know that AL team or American League. I don't know who's going to start for them. I, I just don't know. But I think, for sure, I really think the MLB, they, they've, they've taken a crazy route. With everything that was supposed to happen in the MLB game, All Star game was supposed to be in Atlanta, and it gets taken out yeah. of Atlanta and all that. That's just it well, just kind of sucked. You know what I mean? It just makes you think like, dang. That, and I mean, because really like sucks. not to get into the politics. No, yeah, no. Of, it's but just because like, like, we were gonna yeah, go. We, well, yeah, exactly. That was like, gonna be your twenty first birthday. Yeah, like we really had plans for that, and then like, just to see all that fade away. That kind of sucks. So anyway, just I think the NL's got it though. With like I think Degrom's best player in baseball right now, best pitcher for sure. Like mm-hmm. Jacob Degrom's disgusting i give it to old buddy you got any uh braves players you think will be making the all-star team oh yeah ronnie Acuna for sure for sure i think ronnie's got it i know freddie uh, well i doubt with his number it's gonna be hard everybody loves freddie you know but i think mm-hmm. ozzy's got second base probably but i don't know i think ronnie Acuna is gonna be our star for a very long time so okay do you think he's got the potential <clears throat> to be the greatest brave of all time to an extent, I'm not. Uh, no, nah, I don't think he's gonna beat Hank Aaron. Take pass Hank Aaron. No, I well, he's just definitely. I don't think anybody's. Eventually, somebody's gonna break that record. Like somebody's gonna hit that. What the home run record? Yeah. I guess now would be a good time to say we do not count Barry Bonds no, as yeah, the home no, run king. No, we no. don't. No, no steroids. Once you pop steroids in the yeah, no, anything yeah. you do after that, invalid. Yep, yep. All those players and that's like Sammy Sosa era and the Roger Maris ball. is still my single season home <laughs> run leader for sure, for sure. But yeah. Okay, that's... so what's your Braves Mount Rushmore? Just go ahead and get this out of the way too, because we didn't even talk about like franchises really last week. Yeah, that's true. Right, what's your Braves top? My four? Braves. I'm going to go Hank Aaron, Chipper Jones. I'm gonna, let's go two old school and then two new school. How about that? So you got two You got two people from the past and two people from the future, or from like today's game. Okay? Let's do you that. can do that. You know me. I'm all old school. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to just go. I'm going to go. My two old school is going to be definitely the face of the franchise. It'll be Chipper 
and uh, Hank Aaron. Mm-hmm. And then today's game, I'm going to go Ronnie Acuna and Freeman. Like, that's a duo right there. I love those guys. Okay. I think for my, like, Braves, Mount Rushmore, it's like great picks. I'd have to go Hank Aaron, Warren Spawn, Chipper Jones, and Eddie Matthews. Yeah. That's so, a like, good one right there. That's a good a, one. And, like, honorable mention to Phil Necro. Yeah. But. Shout out Otis Nixon. Dude, I actually. I love so, Otis Nixon, dude. Have you ever met him in person? Mm-hmm. Dude, when they used to have like alumni Sundays, is that what it was? Yeah. Like, so I went and I got like a bunch of autographs and yeah. stuff, and I lost that ball <sighs> for like years. I found it the other day. Oh, did just you? in a cabinet. I had to do like a project for school, and I was like looking through, and I found a baseball, and for some reason in our school supply closet, and I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> and I picked it up, and the first thing I read is Otis Nixon. Like, his signature's on us. Oh, my God. I finally found it. But what's funny is when I got that autograph, we were in line, and Otis Nixon's had these two, like, young girls next to him. And he's talking, hey, sugar, like, save me a seat. Like, I'm going to be up there. Like, we're going to yeah. get a pop Like, Otis Nixon's a dog. <laughs> he's a dude. He's a straight-up G. I love Otis to death, dude. Do you remember uh, that Braves camp we went to? Oh, yeah. When we were, like, trying to recreate the cash. We were, like, <laughs> seeing how far we could jump up that on there. That was crazy. The old Turner Field. That was wild. Those were the days. Those were. Well, folks, that probably about wraps it up, doesn't it? Yeah. We're going to be trying to start releasing these every Wednesday. Yep. So go ahead and be checking us out. Yep. Wednesdays, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, the whole nine yards. Follow us on Instagram. And we'll see y'all in a week.